When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Donna, My Talk 1071, everything in your entertainment, everything. It's Friday. We're so excited that oh, you. Oh, I'm so happy. Yes, thank you for choosing us week. to listen to. Because it has been a busy week, and you want to unwind and hopefully laugh with us. Now, we have some serious business to um, take on here. We do? Lord of the Rings. Oh, look, I am so excited. I could not literally be more excited at the news that, yes, indeed, new Lord of the Rings movies are coming away. Oh, wait, do I have any Lord of the Rings music here? Mm, no, I'm looking. I don't see anything. There's not anything. So I'm simply going to just do. Oh, great. That's not a very hobbity song. Okay. <laughs> Let's combine Wasted away again <laughs> in Hobbitville. Hobbiton. <laughs> here you go. Warner Brothers, it turns out, Warner Brothers Pictures is revamping the Lord of the Rings film franchise. And uh, by that, I mean, we learned yesterday that on an earnings call, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav, who I think has made a good decision, announced the newly installed suit. Stu- Words are hard on a Friday. Okay. <sighs> David Zaslav announced that the newly installed studio leaders, Mike DeLuca and Pam Abdi, who I think previously were over at MGM uh, with Amazon when they were doing the TV, okay, Lord of the Rings. Oh, right. They right. have brokered a deal to make multiple, quote, multiple films based on the beloved Tolkien books. I love them. Mm-hmm. Dawn loves them. Mike, are you? I forget. Are you a ring? A I ringer? am not. Are you a no. ringer? That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> no, it's like trekkies and not ringers. Ringer. Okay. You know, you got time. You I got do. time. And I would highly suggest you watch the original. Okay. I'm sorry, it's so emotional. <laughs> He's burping. On coffee, guys. olive oil. <laughs> um, uh, the original. Got, you got time, but the original. I mean, I I can't think of a better. Uh, oh, there is no better film franchise. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. I would put the whole film franchise up there. And I think you would agree with me, Don, as one of the greatest films of all time. Yes. The, the trilogy of movies, as I like to look at it as one big movie. Yeah. And that is the best. I mean, it truly is. It's my favorite movie. The three movies combined. Now, I love The Wizard of Oz. You have those things that are out there. But as far as like movies that are that were innovative and just like changing film and and effects and things like that. It's, yeah. it's Lord of the Rings. The story of the making of the Lord of the Rings is almost as epic as the actual films themselves. So Dawn and I are a little predisposed to be excited about this uh, news. I will tell you that um, the one thing, and Mike, feel free to ask questions because I sure. feel like yeah, I'm yeah. a little, 
And Dawn, I feel like you and I are a little too like predisposed to like yeah. we've we've drunk the Kool-Aid. We drunk the obviously, Elven Kool-Aid, right? Obviously. <laughs> My ears are growing. Um, which would you be? An elf, a dwarf, well, a is, hobbit, or a man? You know that I this is what I do in public secretly in my head. If I'm in Target anywhere, I will start doing Lord of the Ring casting and you yeah. fit in those categories. I'm like, that's an orc. But you. Um I, I I don't know, you have to tell me. I think I'm probably like a dwarf woman. Do you really? You're a d I would not have pegged you as a dwarf woman. Really? What would you say then? I don't know. I feel more like uh are you a harfoot? I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> the, the early hobbits. The or are you one of them elves that turned dark and went with Mordor? Or Mo- oh, I don't want to be that. Not Mordor. Um, yeah. What's his name? Not Mordor. Sauron. Sauron. Anyway, uh, no, back to the story. The thing that makes me excited about this story, and feel free to ask questions, Mike, is Peter, Peter Jackson is in the loop with these movies. And that is, I think, what made me think, okay, all right, we've got a chance because you know you hear people blowing smoke into franchises we love and you wonder oh are they going to really are they going to bring it to the that level but according to this piece in variety uh Jackson said we look forward to speaking with them further that is the two people i mentioned who are now helming things um to hear their vision for the franchise moving forward but he noticed that they've kept us in the loop every step of the way wow so my question is are they going to continue the story that exists and add to it and make up stuff? Because, you know, that that's it. Like, you know, Tolkien wrote the prequel, which we're watching now on uh, Rings of Power. It's essentially the prequel, but more fun. Well, it's just... And then the, the, the Hobbit and then the three books. So I think you have the books, right, which were the basis from the film. And then the second trilogy was another book. This series is actually based in the universe writ large, but it's not really a there wasn't a pre-existing narrative for the TV series. Mm-hmm. And so to your point, oh, I think it does have some of the it in it, though. It isn't exactly, but they mention the name of the book and work that into. Yeah, there's a little bit. I'm just right? saying yeah, that it's from anyway. the universe. It's not like like Lord of the Rings. The trilogy was straight up like. This is the narrative from those three books. Right. And then The Hobbit was legit that narrative of The Hobbit book. This series is kind of a compilation That's from true. all of yeah. the different works. It's sort of the universe and of Lord of the Rings. And they did fill in the blanks and create their own story based on And there's some stuff created, but Peter Jackson created some stuff, but he used those stories as a template. The answer to, to your question, which you just asked, which I, I think the answer they would say is, we're going to take the universe that Tolkien has created for us in which there are plenty of stories to be told. Some of those stories are references from the original Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings trilogy. They might be references to things mentioned in the original Hobbit book, or maybe they're things in like the Silmarillion or the, um, what was the the last book that his son put out? They sort of like cobbled together this book. The Lord, the I did not read that. I don't know. There's another book, but anyway, the moral of the story is yes. I think they will take the existing universe and craft stories from that. But it's not going to be as linear as the previous trilogies that we've seen. But the fact that Peter Jackson is on board makes me hopeful. Me too. It's such good news, actually. Did you you watch the... 
So I the very first one I watched, and I think, Don, you call it um, walking and talking like bits and movies, <laughs> yeah. and it really turned me off. Like, yeah, I wasn't in the oh. mindset, and I'm just like, this is literally people just taking a hike, and I don't know what they're talking about, and I am so annoyed. Because there's I'm, a lot of exposition, there, a lot of background so. they have to share, yeah. yeah. But I was with some roommates at the time who loved the series, so I got through that one we never actually went back to it but i did go to the hobbit in the theater yeah. and that is uh, my only i watched that one in the theater which i thought was really good yeah. never really explored it any further is there so all of these obviously they tie together from the the same universe is there any fear that uh, have they all tied together like has there been anything yeah. in the hobbit that's all of a sudden like oh no people lord of the rings fans really hated that this happened because it didn't quite have the same continuity or has that been an issue at all i don't know don oh, you I- can I think what I remember is that people did not like The Hobbit as much as they liked the trilogy okay. because it was too long. Super well, long. they took a book that's about 90 pages. It's yes. not. It's 100 and something, maybe. Yeah, it it's is. It's a small story, mm-hmm. and he blew it up into three movies, and I think that wasn't necessarily necessary. However, I'm the kind of fan that was like, where's four, five, and six? Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, like, I, I would have eaten any of that that candy, um, but to your... To, to your point, I think that's the risk that a franchise mm-hmm. like this runs is that you start having to create more and more with less and less. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Tolkien did truly world create beyond a level that I think any like I, I'm, I'm hard pressed to think of any other world. You know, the Game of Thrones world, the Wheel of Time series like those maybe. But Tolkien like in cre- created languages mm-hmm. and backstories to backstories. And for writers, I imagine that is an incredible source and base to go back to that you can build on. So let's say just quickly, what would you want this series to follow? Oh, that's a great question. Like I want an Aragorn backstory and um, just his life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm all in for, you know, give me some dwarf soap opera. Oh. Give me some. Isn't that what Rings of Power? Yeah, basically a little bit, right? Like, give me some more, uh, you know, elf, elf romance. Okay. Some elf dwarf romance, you know. Oh yeah. Maybe some, uh, some new gay relationships in Middle Earth. That's right. Right. Okay, let's do it. Because you know there had to be some, there had to be some. We were there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you you were there. Yeah. Let me make a phone call and I'll just set it up for you. All of what these ideas. She, oh, the ideas, or not, you're gonna hook not, me up with an elf? Oh, yes. I'm like, what is she yeah, doing? His name Making is like, Orlando Bloom, okay. and he's breaking All up right. with Katy Perry. Hey, so he's a Legolas. <laughs> Putting the legs in Legolas. <laughs> well, that's fun. I can't wait for that to to start. I wonder when we're going to see these movies. Is it going to uh, be not like, for years? Because yeah, we don't know any details. We literally just got the news that. That this was, uh, and that Peter Jackson is involved. That is the best. Or at least decision. he's being kept in the loop. I don't know if he'll actually be at work, but I imagine they'll go to him because who wouldn't? Oh, I just want him to as a filmmaker. Why all wouldn't of you? it. I know. Hey, speaking of films, yeah, and people who probably would interview Peter Jackson if he was. Have you? You haven't interviewed, have you? No, but I interviewed Elijah Wood and Sean Astin. Oh, Oh, okay. Yay! At Twits and his Cod. That's right. Well, that's Paul McGuire Grimes. He's going to give us all the latest uh, from Hollywood in terms of what's in theaters and on TV when we return right here on My Talk 1071.
Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Lori and Julia here. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It's Friday, and we get all excited about doing fun things like going to the movies, movies. and watching streaming shows. You're not leaving your house. Uh, I absolutely am. Are you really this yeah, weekend? I wow. Am. What are I we going to go see? Um, well, I was. I'm thinking about going to see Fire Walk with me tonight at Alamo because I'm a huge Twin Peaks It is Twin, Twin Peaks, Peaks Day. Fan. Happy Twin Peaks to both yeah, of you. Yeah, thank you. This is when um, Cooper entered Twin Peaks um, oh. at 11 a.m. All right. Yeah. Well, and Paul <laughs> McGuire Grimes probably, if you're not going to do Twin Peaks, probably has some ideas on something else you'd go see this weekend. Right. This is a great weekend if you don't want to go out to settle in on your couch there are some streaming shows we need to talk about. Yes. Let's start off with a show that I was a little late to. Everyone was raving about it. And then I started watching it and I got it. Oh, that I... being The Last of Us yes! on HBO. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. I was like, I don't have time to start another show. And it's zombies, snooze. I know, I and know. then they were like, oh my God, you have to see the one with Murray Bartlett and Nick Offman. I'm like, Okay, well, do can I just watch that one? Like, no, 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 I have to start from start. No. So the premise behind the show <laughs> is that there is this, it takes place in a post-apocalyptic 2023. There is a fungal infection that has basically wiped out the population. And there are a few survivors, and now there's this horde of zombies known as the Clickers, and there are survivors named Joel, who is protecting this young girl named Ellie as they kind of cross the U.S. Mm -hmm. And each episode kind of has them meeting new people along the way. So one of the things I love about it is the storytelling and how each episode really acts like its own little movie, its own little Isn't story it? while connecting yes. it to the larger picture. Yeah. I feel like they do more in one episode. Like one episode is like a whole season of The Walking Dead. Yes. That's how well they do. Because Walking Dead was absolutely hideous Never at the it. end. Okay, so we hate watched it towards the end right. because it went on forever. And then it's like what they build up to in these episodes is like a whole season. And because of that, you get this really great emotional arc that is over and done before you really want it to be. And it leaves you wanting more. And then you it's get... Oh, Bradley was No, no, no. Go ahead. I was oh, just going to say it's great storytelling. It, great storytelling. And then no one is safe. They introduce characters and actors that you know. And you're like, oh, I know that person. Anna Tor from Mindhunter. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, she may not be safe. Oh, yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tony Linsky from Yellow Jackets. Love her. Yeah. She's in episodes four and five. So then it's like, I don't know if these characters are going to last. They don't They don't mind killing people off. Which is, which is, I like that because it, it doesn't pull the entire rug out from under you because they keep the story moving. Mm-hmm. So you feel connected. It's not just like we're going in a completely different direction. Right. The story, the original story advances, but they do such a great job of like taking a, it's almost like they'll take a break. And we were talking about this, Jamie and I, like, Oh, this week is maybe not like a full feature length film <laughs> right. episode. It's a like, let's get to the next level. Right. Right. Like almost that game play yeah. where it's like now it's just like survive because mm-hmm. there's stuff coming at us. And Whereas I- some are like the Nick Offerman one where you're just like, I want a whole spinoff series for these two. Right. Mm-hmm. And you realize that even that episode took place before the time you meet Joel and Ellie and then after. It's just interesting how they kind of weave in the before and after of what this world looked like. I mean, it's it's incredible. For what you've seen, Paul, what are you giving this? Four and a half out of five. Ooh. Six of the nine episodes have aired so far. I've watched all six. Cannot wait for Sunday night again. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, what else you got? So, Star Trek Picard Season 3. It's the third and final season now streaming on Paramount+. And one of the things that's really great about Season 3, now that it's kind of wrapping up shop here, is that the writing team have decided to throw in the Next Generation cast back into the fold here for Picard. And where the season picks up is that Picard is really like, I'm I'm done. I really wanted to spend the rest of my days writing my memoir. He then gets this distress call from Beverly Crushers, played by Gates McFadden, who he hasn't heard from in over 20 years and he's like what what am i supposed to do with this mm-hmm. what is happening why am i hearing from you all of a sudden turns out she actually has a son named jack and there's a bounty out on him mm. and now he goes and brings Riker to the fold and just more of these next generation characters come into play here oh that's great i actually started watching that and i was a little bored i have to admit and i didn't follow through with the rest of it did you which the current season uh no just the first season oh the first season yeah I yeah. Like I think the first season was very different for Star Trek fans. Okay. I think people were expecting Picard, the next gen cast, and it really was a brand new cast yeah. for seasons very, one and two. Not dark, but very mm, broody yeah. in a way. And it took a whole season to tell a story. Okay. And it was very action packed. And I think this I think this time we're getting a blend of old characters, a blend of the new. Again, a very action packed, but I think it's more of the Star Trek feel that fans want. I got excited when I saw a lot of the heads from Next Generation in the graphic for this sec- yeah. next season. So oh. I have to catch yeah. up and I can't wait um, because I, in addition to just loving all the Star Trek series, this one obviously I feel like Next Generation was my series. And it right? really is a lot of people's and yeah, I think what I like that they're doing too is they're not just throwing everyone out of the first episode. It's not just like here's a gimme, gimme key, let's bring everyone back, yeah. first episode reunion. No, like we meet a couple in the first and then they're slowly and there's ones that I've seen the first three episodes now and I we still have not met Jordy played by LeVar Burton yet but I know he's coming yeah. up so like it's kind of I'm, it's interesting to see how they and you know Dwarf is back you know Worf is back in it yeah uh, probably Michael Dwarf yeah so it's, it? it's fun uh, three and a half out of five I'm excited to keep going with the third and final season how it wraps up and there's a lot of themes about legacy and perspectives and looking at the past to define who we are 
Uh-huh. It's family, of course. It's all about family. Great. Yeah. Well, I know that you were going to talk about Ant-Man well, and the Wasp. That's okay. We don't have that much time. Do you want Let's to just say, say that I was disappointed. I enjoyed Jonathan Majors and okay. Michelle Pfeiffer. They make the movie. Overall, I was disappointed. Marvel's cranking out too much material. They can't do this special Mike facts. Is shaking his head. Very yes. sloppy. Are you tired effects. of the multiverse? Because there's no stakes anymore. You could be alive in one dimension and not in another. Correct. Okay. And How I many tickets? Kang so? is, uh, three out of five. You going to be in Twin Cities Live? I am. We're going to talk about all three of these. Fabulous. Ooh. And if you miss Paul at any moment and you want to recap anything he's gone through, uh, Paul's trip to the movies.com and on YouTube. Follow you. him on YouTube. Like yeah. and subscribe. And Paul, thank you. We like you. And we continue to subscribe to your appearance here on the program. When we come back, I don't know what we're doing because I'm not looking at my stuff. But it'll be fun. We'll be right back. <laughs> it's okay. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. If you just missed or uh, caught the tail end of that, Paul McGuire Grimes will be on Twin Cities Live shortly here. So you can hear him talk about all the things that he just talked about with us, I think, and probably more. So check that out. Now we have to talk about Selena Gomez just putting up a post about her eyebrows and the controversy that it caused oh, yesterday. No. What's the controversy? Okay, so she put up a post on TikTok and she had her, you know, eyebrows prominently in the frame and said accidentally laminated my brows too much. Okay. It was like accidentally, okay? I don't know what that means. There what do you either. how do you laminate? Like uh, lamination to me is like you doing. take your name tag the, your work name tag and put it through the laminator, right? Yeah. right? Um, so that well, sounds a little frightening. Of just a bunch of eyebrows. Uh, the picture was her. She looks very pretty. She's mm. very naturally gorgeous, Selena Gomez. You know, um, and so then the armies of Kylie Jenner and Haley Bieber started freaking out. Well, really, Selena Gomez's army started freaking out about something that uh, I take one way and you take another. So I think it's shade. Kylie posted a selfie. Now, once again, Selena this said... This was after Selena. Yeah, after Selena, who, by the way, said, accidentally laminated my eyebrows too much. Then Kylie posts something that says, this is an accident with three question marks. And a close-up on her face and, and her eyebrows. And then... So that was a picture of in, Selena's eyebrows that Selena posted that then Haley... No. No, oh. no it was Kylie's own eyebrows. So oh. she did something to her eyebrows. So they're saying that... So she put up... So there's more, I though. Hold on. Friday. So there's the Selena eyebrows. Yep. Like, I accidentally did this. Then, shortly after... Kylie puts up a picture of her FaceTiming with Haley Bieber and she has a close up on her eyebrows and says this is an this was an accident with three question four question marks. Um people are like okay so you're getting together with Haley Bieber and you're talking about Selena Gomez. Oh. Okay? Yeah. So that's what I take it as. And then you know she's like you guys uh you know I didn't do it. This isn't any big deal. This isn't what you think it is, Kylie. Oh, that's Kylie. That's Kylie. Kylie. Um, So people wondered. They said, I could be, this is just, you know, fans on the internet. I could be reaching, but it definitely feels like Kylie Jenner's Instagram stories were towards Selena Gomez, especially the screenshot of her FaceTime uh, call with Hailey Bieber. This feels very high school. 
It does all smell very high school. Um, and, you know, other people. Then there's like TikTokers that are talking about it and just it's it's crazy. Um, so and then another fan said the funny thing, Selena Gomez was the most followed female on Instagram. Then Kylie surpassed her. But now she is coming back. So there's kind of a war between Selena Gomez and Kylie. But you're saying you believe this shade. I do believe that they were shading her. And then they claim that's not what we were doing. Then Selena replies, yeah, you guys, there's nothing wrong here. I love Kylie. Okay. Kylie says this is reaching no shade towards Selena ever. And I didn't see her eyebrow post. You guys are making something out of nothing. This is silly. Selena Gomez agreed. Kylie Jenner. It's all unnecessary. I'm a fan of Kylie. Selena Gomez is taking the high road here. Okay. Kylie got caught shading okay. Selena Gomez with Haley Bieber, yeah. who Haley Bieber says, I don't ever want to, I just, uh, I don't, I don't want to be associated with, you know, Selena Gomez and I have my own, you know, but I don't think that that's true. Yeah. I think that behind the scenes, things are going on and they do these things knowing full well what's going to happen. And then claim, like, you guys, you're ridiculous. It's like a Megan Fox move. To me, like, and I don't know because I could not for the life of me figured out what the, sh- figure out rather what the shade actually was. Because I still don't, like, you explained it again. Oh, and I'm I read sorry. It. I was pretty, probably. No, I read it last night. I read the story because you and I both saw this story. When I read the story, I was like, I cannot make heads or tails of what is actually alleged to have happened here. But here's what I can tell you that I, that I see, which is that. This is far more drama between the fan armies, which the thing that drives me up a wall is that's the problem. You have these like toxic fan bases that go to war with each other and allege that things happened. And, you know, sure, I'm not saying celebrities don't play into that on occasion, but that to me is almost irrelevant. It's that. No, you were so right. It's that. Social media is set up to to like exacerbate these things. And Selena Gomez is over here. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just on Selena Gomez watch right now. Like, I just love Selena Gomez and everything she does. I don't really have feelings like that for Kylie or Haley. I'm not saying they're bad people or like they do horrible things. I think everybody's probably got some drama in their lives. And I don't care. But at the end of the day, when I watch the video of Selena address her people on I think it was an Instagram live and she was like, or maybe it was a TikTok live. I always think it was TikTok live. And she was like, y'all, this is too much. We do not need to be doing this. It's fine. There's nothing You don't here. need to protect me. Right? Right. That's the And then she's thing. like, I'm just going to take some time off of social media right now. And I'm kind of here for it. Like, I, you know, because you can understand wearing like, you know, you've been a celebrity, Dawn, when it comes to like, you're the eyebrows. You're the <laughs> <laughs> she plucked her eyebrows too much in the 90s. And now she doesn't have a lot. But, um, you know, people people feel very protective of the voices that they hear and the, the faces that they see. Right. And social media provides this like wonderful opportunity to like rush to someone's defense when they haven't asked for it. Uh, right. You right? don't need to protect Selena Gomez from Kylie Jenner and yeah. Hailey Bieber. And guess what? If if they did something petty, the last thing you need to be doing is blowing oxygen onto it because then, you know, 
then the trolls win. That's true. And that's just, but that's my philosophy in life. That no. may, other people may disagree and think like you need to call it out and you need to stop their behavior and find all that stuff. I'm not going to like go there. People are entitled to their opinion. But from my perspective, the less I can do to blow oxygen into like the troll caves where they're down digging for, oh my gosh, for mithril. <laughs> down there in the Lord of the Rings troll caves. So I do think that Selena Gomez, sometimes the best thing to do when people are outwardly mean to you is to ignore it. I think that's my way of, you know, like I just don't, don't, I don't give it any attention. I definitely don't acknowledge that it's happening. I'm not, I'm not going to participate. So the best thing to do is just go, I'm going to continue to be And that's a choice, right? Like, we can make that choice. choice. It's not always the best. Some people disagree, like, because I have had conversations with people, and they're like, absolutely not. You need to call out that behavior immediately. And I'm like, well, that's just a different approach. Just just to put your energy into it is like, that's not what I want to do. And I'm not, like, above. I just have that. (laughs) No, no, no. And sometimes people will say things, and you're like, Oh, I have a word to say, right? Like, I'm not saying I don't have opinions. Like, you will hear me now. Yeah, like, okay. But But. I just think, like, no, I was walking through life. I don't need to take this detour Mm -hmm. that you have put in front of me because then that gives you the control in my life. And no thank you. Right. Selena Gomez, by the way, you know, the reason why we... I I had sort of a non-opinion before I watched her documentary. Yeah. And that changed me in, I really love her. I yeah. think that she, it you know was a beautiful documentary. What? Only Murders in the Building. Really? Just watching her in that role. Okay. I don't know what it was about her in that. I just saw her in a way that I had never really appreciated Selena Gomez before. Because, you know, I like a couple of her songs, but. I think the Steve Martin and it kind of rubs off on them, like the love for both Steve Martin yeah. and um, why is he Martin, Martin Short? Martin Short, yes, thank you. I think the love of both of them it's just such an endearing show, and yeah. I think naturally I just became more endeared to her as well. Yeah, and yeah. she's just so like I just kind of love her droll, like mm-hmm. what would you call it? It's not deadpan, but sort of just it is. And some people are irritated by it mm. being well, MC. Oh, really? He doesn't like it. Can't stand it. Oh no, can't stand the too cool for school as he calls it. I just kind of, I, I don't know. I does, kinda, does he yeah. feel the same way about Natasha Leone? Because they have that exact yeah, same vibe to me, I feel like. Oh, and no. almost Aubrey oh, Plaza. Really? Yeah, Aubrey Plaza, sure. That would be as well. No, it's hmm, just specifically her delivery. I don't know. It's, you know, everyone has their own. But I kind of like love that about her because she's the young one and you would think that the old one, like that's an attitude you would expect from like an aging, cynical person. Yep. Well... That's true. And I have to admit, like right now I'm saying it's him. I also sort of, uh, she irritates me on the show sometimes too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just, I've gotten used to it, but I don't love it. (laughs) It says, I don't think she's a bad actress. I just think, I don't know. There's something about it that's not great for me. But as a person, I just love her pushing through all of her, you know, struggles and her daily. Yeah, but she's kind of got that. But that kind of is like the same character, which is what I love about her is it's kind of like I'm unbothered oh. by the stuff that's out there. Like there's crap in the world. Like I'm just going to keep like, I don't care what you people think. And like, for example, in one of her TikTok lives, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Selena Gomez and there was this like allegedly shade throwing, whatever. Maybe it was real. I don't know. She's unbothered. She does TikTok lives on occasion, and there was one I think we talked about maybe earlier this week or last week, 
and she was talking to her audience. I don't even remember what it was about now. But while she's talking, people can apparently on Instagram lot or uh, I think it was TikTok Live. Live, you can like put like a, an emoji or like a like a hat on someone or a mustache yeah. or like a monocle or like you can do things to their face, which yeah. I think is like horrible because like somebody shows up and they're like, I've got a very important thing to tell you. Yes. And they're like, cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. And you're just sitting there it's with like, like, she's talking, talking about seriously, maybe her mental like, health struggles. Or, and now it's like a monocle or like her canary died. And, you know, yeah. you know, uh, and then it's like big smiley face. And so as she's talking, she keeps having to put, because if she would put her hand in front of her face, it would go away Yeah, and cancel it out. And yeah. she'd be talking like, yeah, you know, guys, I'm going to do the, oh God, hand in front of the thing. Okay. And then she goes on and she starts talking yeah. and someone would throw up like cowboy hat. She'd be like, you guys seriously throw the hand up Stop. and like, like totally <laughs> just unbothered by it and just being like assaulted by you know, people's like, I need attention right now. I need attention. Oh, God. Oh, that sounds not fun. No, not at all. It makes me absolutely 100% never want to do a TikTok live. Right. Right. Would it be so distracting? Yeah. It, and it's so rude. It's like yeah. you walked into, you're trying to, you know, give a TED talk to kindergartners. Yeah. And they're like, like, <laughs> exactly. In a preschool. Yeah, like, and they're You have on hair. And <laughs> What? Okay. Well. You have hat now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're coloring on your shoes and you're like, Flinging. I just wanted to tell you about, you know, multi-level marketing and how you should <laughs> well, avoid that was, it. That was our fault for uh, taking that gig in the first place. <laughs> hey, when we come back, uh, we need to let Mike do his thing. And by thing, I mean, spin his wheel. It's already time for that? It's time for <gasps> game show roulette wheel when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Friday afternoon. Thank you for listening to the show. If you missed part of it, you can go to our website and download the podcast. We would appreciate it. And now it's time for Game Show Roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It's time to play along and awkwardly clap along as we listen to the Open for Game Show Roulette. <laughs> it is Friday, which means it's no longer head-to-head drama and tears, you know, tears and shaming each other for Dawn how claiming we... she's being bullied. Oh my God! Someone sent me an email and said, "Don't be a sore loser." Oh wow! Oh, really? oh God! <laughs> and I wrote back, "Unsubscribe." I was just joking. Oh, my God. You got salty with the person who <laughs> well, told you was, to not be salty. I hope they know that I was joking. Well, I hope you did an LOL or joking. a winky face. That must have been somebody who had money on you. Oh. Mm. I don't Maybe. know what that means, but it sounds oh, like they bet on you and you lost. Oh, okay. So then they're salty because of that. Yeah. Oh, I see. Let's right. spin the little co-op wheel and see what we're going to play Yay! today. Don, you better help us win today. Okay. All right. Teamwork makes the dream work when we play this game. It's time once again for the one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Am I good at this? No. Okay. Um, you're good at this when you follow the instructions and oh. don't just read the uh, clue to Bradley. <laughs> yeah, she thinks you look at the clue and then just give oh. the word. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, I did that once. Now there is a t- once. Okay. It's like the last four. Of them. <laughs> okay, but it's like she finished the book a month ago <laughs> and said she. Did, remember when you said you finished Spare It last month? We started the book last month. 
It's okay. She read at the end of 2022. It was great. You guys, I have a hard time, like, knowing time. Okay. I have a hard time with the sense no. of time. Something seems very long ago, but it only was last week or yesterday. Speaking of having a hard time with time, this is a timed game. Now! Dawn. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have Bradley go first on giving, because I think I gave you two, or I gave you one of each. I see that. And then there's, uh, my assistant ran over and gave that to you. And then there's also a very hard version that I okay. think will be fun to try at the very end oh. of See how you guys do. Oh, I'm sure that'll go. For a while. And again, for people listening, uh, this is the pyramid round. Everyone, I think, remembers the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. There's that uh, they sit in the winner's circle and uh, they try to work their way up the pyramid with six different clues. That clue might be something along the lines of uh, name something in this room or name something that's purple, like Foods whatever. That it could start be anything. with C. Exactly, just mm. like that. Those are the clues. Cheese. Corn. And they they each have their own set of clues, and they'll try to get through six of them before time runs out. All right. Okay, I think I need to be calm. That's what is going to help me, is to be calm. Great. Nice deep breath. All right, Bradley, you're going to start giving. Uh, You can pick up that paper that says number one and read the first one, and whenever you start, that's when I'll start the timer. Mary. Mouth. Millisecond. Words that start with M. Clouds. Moon. In the sky. Things in the sky. Keys. Things I lose. Glove box. Oh, uh, uh, things in your car. Great clue. Perfume. Stickers. Um, in a purse. Roses. Things in a purse. Um, uh, things women like. Um, Roses. Daffodils. Uh, uh, hydrangeas. Uh, flowers. Miley Cyrus song. Perfume. Um, you can skip if you'd like. Okay. Um, so scents? Yeah, things that are scenty and stinky and smelly. Things that smell good. Okay. Nice job. Water. Booze. Liquid. Beer. Things that are liquid. Last one. Fido. Woofy face. Um, <laughs> dog Weezy. names. Dog names. Ooh, right before yes! the buzzer. Woofy face. Woofy face is the one that did it. You're my little woofy face, and you're my <laughs> honey bear, bear, teddy bear. Together we're an uchi kuchi wuchi kuchi pair. That's from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Okay. You heard that buzzer. I didn't shut it off. That was the actual buzzer. You yes. guys got it with a second to spare. Great job. Okay, let's Come do on, it. Come on, John. Okay. All right. Now this is Dawn's Don't turn. Don't read the clues. <laughs> right. I can't read the clues. In order, start on one, go down to six. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. I am. When you start, I'll start the timer. Okay. The sky, a berry. Things that are blue. Yep. Um, a uh, Claire Danes. Uh, Actresses. Yes. Um, you guys get in here. Your things your mom says. Whatever. Things teenagers say. Uh, Excuse. Uh, take this Uber mic and uh, broadcast from home. Things B. Arthur says. Things your boss says. Uh, plants, kids. Um, things you grow. Things that grow. Um, uh, a radio broadcaster, a TV presenter. Jobs. Um, Jobs. Um, Lori, Julia, names, Jason. Girls' names. Uh, names of our friends. Uh, names of radio show hosts. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Yes, yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. We got it. I, I did it, and I did. You it. did such you a did great it. job. You didn't read the clues, Don. <laughs> I didn't just read 
A for effort. You get a gold star. I know, I know. But hey, we could win, so I'm happy. Okay. There you go. Can we make it a smooth three for three? Now, again, I made this one a pretty difficult. These are hard hard. ones. These are more difficult. Well, you never know. Sometimes people just get in the zone and they're super easy. Mind meld with you. Okay. Meld your mind. Mm -hmm. You ready? Yep. All right. Go ahead and start when you're ready. Lettuce, cheese, tomatoes, onions, bacon, mustard. Things you eat. Bacon, mustard, lettuce, tomato. Oh, oh, things on a hamburger. Uh, Candy, your boyfriend. Things I love to eat. Uh, (laughs) Pudding. Pudding. Oh, oh, um, um, desserts. Cupcakes. Um, Your boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brussels. Oh, uh, um, cities in in uh, Europe. Yep. Uh, um, saw, scream. Uh, horror movies. Uh, Florsheim. Uh, Buster Brown. Um, old school uh, characters. <laughs> Nike, Adidas. Oh, 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 shoes, shoe brands. Uh, clunk. It sounds. Uh, sounds when you drop something. Clunk. Um, um, sounds your car ka-chunk, makes. Ka-chunk. Um, oh, oh, that was a hard one. Shoot. Well, you, you, you could you could pretend it. It's like you can personify it. Like you can say, so like, I'm a... out of these metal things oh, to put your paper I, I, together. I had to come up with the sounds of a stapler. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's things a stapler would say. But you guys did crush that one, by the way. Oh, that was really impressive. Oh, wow. wow. Good job. Good clues, <laughs> Also, Bradley. my favorite, please put yes, it in a promo, yes, was no, chocolate. Boyfriend, things I love to eat. <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. So so good. <laughs> well, I don't know. I oh. just was like, <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind. I think we do. It's Friday. Friday. <laughs> Huge congratulations! Thank and you. Uh, because you guys won, this isn't even a consolation prize. This is just straight up a prize. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Let's see what it was. Honeysuckle white turkey from Ralston Purina, the premium base to turkey in the red checkerboard package. Honeysuckle turkey, the Ralston Purina checkerboard. Oh, Wait a minute. Honeysuckle Wait a turkey honeysuckle from Ralston Purina. From pure, it's dog food. <laughs> dog turkey. Is that real? Dog? I didn't need to see what it was. Purina. Purina obviously used to make dog Halston. food. Halston and, and the checkerboard do... is the Purina logo. And did you say Halston? Oh, you're oh, right. Oh, let's hear it again. Checkerboard. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, sorry. I have to rewind it here. Honeysuckle turkey um, food. Ralston. Oh. We've got to get through this one. Purina. Honeysuckle white turkey from Ralston Purina, the premium base to turkey in the red checkerboard package. Honeysuckle turkey, the Ralston Purina checkerboard. Yeah. Checkerboard. Hmm. Okay, That's so fun. that is weird. Am I going to eat it? No. Well, it's also probably about 50 years old based on yeah, you don't want that specific vintage of that. One. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be good. Yeah. But wow, Great job, you two. Well, that you was a good great, job. Yeah, you're doing a great job at all of the games. I like that one uh, yeah. because I feel like the listener, you guys got to play at home. Yes. Hopefully you did as well as we did. If not, no shame. Sometimes you're a loser and we <gasps> are a winner. And then but tomorrow mostly, we might be losers and you're a winner. That's true. Every day, and and like there's no end to it, so it doesn't feel like I'm gonna get kicked off the island. Also, Dawn is wrapped herself (laughs) in my scarf, in her scarf, yeah, with cords everywhere. It just looks very 
She really doesn't like games with Comfy. timers, so I think she probably is her happy. I was place nervous. Right now. You yeah, were very fidgety over there. Oh, I was. Okay. And since yeah. we got a second here, I'll just mention the overall standings because that was a nice little co-op well, we round. We don't have to you talk t- about that. Well, no, but it's, I'm just saying you're you're one week away. It's 17 to 12 is the overall standings. Bradley has <laughs> yeah, the lead. Only so one week. It's actually a little away. over a week because she's guess, only going to get four yeah, days. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. I, but Dawn. Four days. We, well, we only do four chances a week to beat me because Friday's always the co-op. Oh, that's right, man. I just, when I start my job here live on the radio, I just let my brain go blank. And oh, that's then a I, great plan. I'm just like, what I do, I want to be When you open. start the radio, you let your mind go blank? <laughs> when I start the show, I allow myself to be vulnerable mm. and blank. Okay. But I do... <laughs> it's like you're playing match game now. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I just... You know, I don't worry about looking stupid is what I'm saying. Well, that's good. I mean, vulnerability is a good quality, I think. That's great. Okay, now let's go be vulnerable at home. I'm going to not be vulnerable, but I will be thankful that we made it through the week and you guys guys, were all healthy, safe. We survived. Continue to drive safely. I hope you get a little bit of sunshine and warmth this weekend. Otherwise, we'll bring the laughter on Monday. Up next, Lori and Julia. Mike, thank you for another amazing week of shows. We'll see you next.